0: In Ashmore, Illinois, you'll find a small plot of land, the last remnants of the town of St. Omer. Fittingly, the last bit of history belongs to the St. Omer Cemetery. Nestled off the road, hidden away from prying eyes, sets the modest memorial with an unusual past. Immediately upon turning onto the gravel drive, you find yourself enclosed in an archway of trees. No light, no matter how scarce, penetrate the dense branches. As quickly as you were swallowed into the darkness, you find yourself in a clearing, grave markers glinting just a few yards before you. At first glance, the stones seem uniform, small and seemingly normal. While scanning the markers, your eyes fall on one particular grave tucked in the back corner. Placed beside the only tree in the cemetery, overseeing the other generic graves, is a sphere shaped stone. Though shrouded in more darkness than the rest of the plots, it still manages to stand out. You can't be sure from this distance, but it almost seems to be emitting a soft glow. You approach the stone and begin inspecting the engravings. You aimlessly look over the names and dates, but one in particular makes you do a double take. You chuckle at the misprint and snap a quick picture of it. While sliding your phone back in your pocket, you hear shouting in the distance. You turn toward the sound, but you cannot see through the thick brush. The yelling grows louder, and you can tell it's several people, a mob headed your way. You start to see an orange glow peeking through the overgrowth. You smell the distinct smell of wood burning. Your eyes widen, and you begin to stumble back to your car. The moment you turn your back and begin to run, you hear a woman scream. You stop and whip around, only to find that the night is calm once more. No screams, no fire, no mob. Your heart is pounding. You pull your phone out of your pocket. Your hand shakes as you swipe across the screen. Your phone opens up to the picture you took, but your face pales when you realize a black void takes the place of the unusual headstone.
1: They go through the... Stop. They go through a bloodstream, and they talk about white
0: blood cells and red blood cells. Uh huh. The Mandela effect. I think that's why. What... No, they go through a bloodstream because
1: what's his face Arnold, the idiot, the ginger that has the compromised <laughs> immune system, is they like he gets sick or something. And they're like it's because you, mean like you a have hemophiliac. less. Yeah, you have less white blood cells because you're,
0: <laughs> or uh, uh, like low iron or something. Yeah, I don't know. You have
1: less white blood cells because you're. Uh, what's the word Ginger? I'm looking for? A mistake. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no. Hello. You are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small-town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. All right, it's been fun. Thanks, okay. guys. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>
0: I'll be honest, I'm chuckling. At, I think that's a Kit Kat wrapper. Wait, there's <laughs> a Kit Kat? From Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just see the bat. Oh so. my
1: god, it probably is. Is it just the wrapper or
0: is there like a Kit It's a corner. Kat? No, oh, <laughs> oh, if dang. it was a Kit Kat. You would have picked it up already. <laughs> <It was laughs> you would have seen me just disappear for a second. <laughs> oh my god. Is that
1: why you choked? You're like, <clears throat> Kit Kat. <laughs> I was. I was just looking at like. I want a Kit Kat. (laughs) I do. I bought a mocha Kit Kat the other day. Honestly, it tastes like mocha and it wasn't bad.
0: Oh, okay. So when you say mocha, you mean chocolate and coffee? Yes. Working at Starbucks, (laughs) when people would say, I don't want mocha, I want chocolate drizzle, and we're like, okay but like it comes up mocha drizzle cuz it the mocha That's, is it's just mocha chocolate. Is just cho- yeah. And people we argued with this woman for so long. She's like, "No, chocolate drizzle." And we're like, "It's the same <laughs> thing. Like we just call it mocha drizzle and I mean, when you hit mocha drizzle, it still says mocha, so you can't I
1: I would try to educate in the least um condescending way I could for customers. Yeah. I would tell them like I would say I, I would bring it up and then tell them something like, I didn't work at Starbucks, I were, I worked at Panera Bread, and I we had barista station there also, so I would explain to people when they would say something incorrectly, I just want to let you know, like, I know what you're talking about, and I'm going to let them know, but for future orders, like, if you want to order this again, make sure you order it this way, because someone else may not know
0: what you're talking about. And I would right. kind of
1: present it that way, and it usually was received well.
0: Yeah. Well, typically I would say, oh, okay. Yeah. You like can have this, but we call it this. So, I mean, I couldn't correct enough people, small, medium and large. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> right. Or my favorite, regular. What size would you like? Regular uh-huh granddaddy it is like i like <laughs> venti so that's regular to me Do you i suppose what? So. <laughs> so. yeah she always gets venti i'm like or large drinks i'm just like i can't if it's iced if i'm getting a hot drink a oh. grande at most oh yeah like, i usually just get talls mm-hmm. they also have short sizes y'all okay well i'm thirsty too the more so. you know
1: <laughs> they have trentas but that's only for teas and trenties trinity's, trinity's Vanetti. Ven- oh, I was like I, call I don't know what you would call it. Um, granddaddies, granddaddies and tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, is that, are we? Is is that? Well, good? I think we're good. Okay, we're, good. I'm good. done. I'm done rambling. I'm. sorry. I'm over it. Okay. So this week we're going to talk about Saint Omar. 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 Omar Cemetery. And, sorry, Might be. It, it's St. Omer Cemetery in Ashmore, Illinois. Technically, okay, well, it is in, Ash- it's in Ashmore, Illinois, if you look it up on maps, but it was, technically, there was a St. Omer, Illinois. Oh. Which, I'll get into that a little bit, but, okay. spoilers, it is no more.
0: Oh, rip, right? okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> this.
1: this cemetery is actually one of the only things that even indicates the that the town ever existed, oh wow, yeah, and the reason why we went to this cemetery I'm so excited it, I know now. <laughs> the reason why we went to this cemetery is the thing that's been keeping the cemetery around and the knowledge that Saint Omer ever existed in the first place, but oh we'll, really yeah, but we'll get to it.
0: Yeah. I found it, by the way, y'all. You did, you did find it. I so. was very excited, and then I was <laughs> sad to find out that you were doing the research, because I wanted to... I'm, I'll probably still read up on it, but... I know. Well, that's
1: okay, because I'm not spoiling this one, but I think Megan's going to get to do research on one that I would like to do, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it pans out.
0: I'll have to... You'll have to tell me. I know. I'm, like, looking around for... I know. Oh! Oh! Yes, yeah, if, there it, it is. if it
1: lines up the way it's going to line up, oh. you get to do the research on that. But I think that maybe it works out better. Yeah. Let's, you know what? We're getting way off topic. St. Omer Cemetery this in Ashmore, today. Illinois. <laughs> yes, I had Megan. I gave her some keywords to go find an alcohol and she picked it out. Uh, we were torn between prices, price tags at this point, And one was $4 more expensive. So we're getting the cheaper one, which is still fine.
0: So what did you? That's pick? a dollar more a can. That's, oh, was it a
1: four-pack on the other yeah. one, too?
0: Yeah. Okay, no, F that. So, <laughs> what did we get today, Megan? Today, we are drinking Centerpoint Brewing Company's Hex. That is H-E-X. It is a hazy IPA with honey, dry hopped, mm. with citra and nougat? Nugget? you <laughs> it, N-U-G-G, it does say nugget. It
1: says nugget. You know, and I don't, uh, I like don't like IPAs and you're like, it's dry hopped. And you said Centerpoint. Is that Indiana? Yes, it is. Centerpoint okay.
0: Brewing Company is located in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Um, there's no description on the can itself. I was trying to find it and it just has the government warning. Don't drink pregos, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> drink responsibly, please recycle. Uh, it's 6% ABV okay that's pretty good the artwork you actually get the artist's name uh, go follow them on instagram it's alex rennie and their tat or their handle is alex rennie r-e-n-i-e dot tattoos plural oh so i did like the artwork that's what actually stuck out to me yeah it is very it's it's like honeycomb pop-arty. with a bunch of i don't want to say pop arty but a little bit like a uh, comic booky, kind of yeah I thought it was cute. Yes. So the only thing I could find was on the Centerpoint Brewing Company's website as far as a description goes. Okay. It says it's a New England IPA. It says, this hazy session India pale ale was brewed with local honey from Hunter's Farms in Martinsville, Indiana.
1: Hmm.
0: We heavily dry hopped Hex Haze with Citra, Nugget... And Amarillo hops. Okay, so I think the nugget is the type of hops. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I did not... I wanted to go with another beer. I was really, really torn, but the other beer was such a stretch for this story. Fair, fair. But it said it was like a Concord grape fruit tart with vanilla. Uh, It sounds really good, but... We will literally find... I will find a place to pair i will i found the beer and now i have to find the place instead of the other way around like i'm (laughs) determined to buy that beer now right but the whole reason why hex
1: makes sense in this sense they're talking about hexagons for the shapes of honeycombs cool fine whatever we have a this is a witchy story for you so we're going with hex like like a witch (laughs) like a hex yeah (laughs) (laughs) like the hex girls (laughs) from scooby-doo so, oh, mm. I superior <laughs> band, they really did shape and form current punk rock <laughs> music. Okay, okay, so let's just, are we ready to open this? We're going to crack it. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. It spit up my she arm. She
0: spit on the floor. Oh, come on. I'm so sorry. I won't lick my finger this time. Oh, Out. you're right.
1: Well, I can <sighs> smell it from over here. I can literally smell it from up here. Wow.
0: This is going to be really, really dry. I I don't mind the smell. If you want me to be totally honest with you, it's got that sweet dry, I guess. Well, you
1: know, give it a try and see what you think. Oh, <laughs> Megan just like uh, dissociated, astral projected. <laughs> <laughs> you left, you had an out of body experience and like not in a great way. My eye won't stop twitching. <laughs> I, I think I drooled a little bit, honestly. It, like, numbed my my mouth, kind of. So, I will say, for an IPA, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm warming up to IPAs. It's really not that bad. Like, it's not, it is very dry. When they said they, like, took
0: the time to dry hop it, they did. I think I'm also not feeling too bad about this. The initial taste was, like, chewing on an orange rind. Mm -hmm. I will be honest with you, I don't get honey at all. Like, no. Well, okay.
1: I, maybe the reason why it is tolerable is because the honey is coming through, but if you ask me, I'm not an IPA snob. To an extent, they all kind of taste the same. I have tried an orange milkshake IPA. Oh. You want to know what it tasted like? Hops. An IPA. Hi, hops. <laughs> that someone went orange <laughs> in, into a cup of milk and
0: then placed that cup of milk in the brewery with the IPA. Pros, it's a very nice color. It definitely looks like honey. It's that nice, light, golden, yellow kind of color. Mm-hmm. It's very crisp.
1: It is. This is This is definitely, I would, I don't know. I, I know we say this a lot, but this to me feels like a very spring into summer Beer like warmer spring days into we just summer.
0: Desperately want it to be warm because it's going to be single digits. Yeah, shortly after you listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> so, as of this
1: episode's release, it's gonna what be? I, I think, a think high nine of six, a Oh, eight high of maybe. six. It went down. Okay,
0: it's jumped a lot. I know that the low is like negative.
1: Yeah, and then that's not even counting one chill. So neat. Of course, mm-hmm. we're talking about the weather. We're from indiana why wouldn't we it's gonna be 40 by the end of the week don't worry to the (laughs) mid-south all right so weather beer cemeteries witches spooky stuff
0: yeah i realized at first i was gonna brag about also keeping it local and then i forgot this was in illinois so oh well it's local to us and you know what ashmore is a stone's throw away
1: so it's eh. less than an hour drive it's whatever Except when we went, it was a little more than an hour drive because it was completely fine. We had our plan. We were hanging out, getting ready to go. Look out the window and I was like, oh, it got foggy. That's weird. It wasn't fog. It was the snow that had started was so dense that I thought it got foggy outside.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, just in time to drive to Illinois. I feel like that's what we've been dealing with for like a week or two is just... It's fine in the morning, and then I'll look out probably about two or three, and I'm just like, oh, it's snowing again. More snow, again. and it's just enough
1: to be annoying. We haven't accumulated more than an inch in one go, I believe, maybe yeah. maybe an inch or two. Maybe. And then that finally starts to melt. You start to see the grass, and it's like, pff, 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 here's some more snow. <laughs> like, it's just this constant, continuous loop of depressing snow. <laughs> Mm, like if you're gonna snow get it all out in one go oh my god that reminds me of the stupid (laughs) story of this is very off topic and not like oh just get all the snow out in one go instead of just like snowing all throughout winter reminds me of stupid boys who complain about girls when they're on their period and someone genuinely was like like grow up why don't you guys just like just go to the bathroom and get it all out at once instead of like making it last it a out. week, yeah.
0: Like just go to the bathroom and pee it all out at once. Like, why are you making it last so long? Well, actually, Kelsey, if you were a <laughs> healthy female, you wouldn't have a period. That means that you're you're yeah. not very healthy. <laughs> and as told by man on internet, um, oh only God. unhealthy women have periods. You shouldn't have one. Spotting at best.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, why? Why do change we your have, diet? Yeah. Why do you need tampons or Pads anyway, because just hold it. Like you, why don't you just hold it till you go to the bathroom? Why are you just peeing blood on yourself? Right.
0: Why are you so gross? <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> I apologize if this is making anyone uncomfortable. If it is, I'm not.
0: You are man
1: on the internet.
0: <laughs> so straight. I mean, don't Google it because it's awful. But there's there's uh, a the whole thread, thread of I, I guarantee there's a Reddit thread of <sighs> explain. And I don't know. I don't know if they were trolling. I feel like they had. I'm gonna tell myself they were just to make. So I could sleep at night. but Because there's no way. There is no way. They're like, just hold it till you go to the bathroom. Just get it all out at once. You're unhealthy if you have one. Change your diet, exercise a little more, and it'll go away because you shouldn't have one. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> one more big swig.
1: Okay, so I did the history on this one, and like Megan already sounded a little bit excited because I gave her some information. This yes. it, it is very cool. So let's just I dive right into it. Saint Omar Cemetery and the small defunct village of the same name probably would have been forgotten a century ago had it not been for one unusual family monument and a misprinted date. As is often the case in Cole's County, these. Per- p- 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 Peculiar circumstances gave birth to an obscure but enduring legend. I feel like it's going to cover it a little bit later, but yes, there was a Saint Omar, Illinois, okay. and everyone just I think left or died. Pretty much, it was a very small town. Pretty much, everyone that was in Saint Omar is still there, and in, that, in, in cemetery. that cemetery, exactly, <laughs> exactly. According to local lore, Caroline Barnes, one of four people buried under this massive stone, was put to death for practicing witchcraft. I put a little aside here that said I heard that they weren't sure if she was a witch. Like another investigation that happened, they're like, she they she was claimed to be a witch and she might, this might have happened to her. So this website in particular is claim like just said, she was a witch. She was found doing witchcraft and they offed her.
0: Oh, well, e
1: What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, ooh, yikes. No. Mm, no, that's foul. <laughs> so I, nothing that I read really made it seem like her being a witch was up for debate. But maybe they maybe it was just poor choice of words on it because I was watching another investigation on this, uh-huh. and the guy was no public speaker. I'll just say that it it wasn't that great. He was pretty monotone. Hopefully I'm not. Hopefully I'm not being monotone right now. This is a really great podcast. I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> no, I. He just, he kept stumbling upon, on himself and I don't know. He just said, they thought she was a witch. I don't know. He just said, I don't know about a lot of things. I
0: was like, you probably should know. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be some, well, I can't jump together. I was gonna say some kind of documentation or something, (laughs) Mm, but. Yeah, we'll kind of cover it. Oh God.
1: Okay. It is said that no pictures can be taken of her monument and that it glows on moonless nights. The Barnes family monument is difficult to describe. Some say it looks like a crystal ball on top of pyre. Conventionally, orbs in cemetery art represent faith and logs or tree trunks. And I, here it's really random to be like logs and trees and all of this. The pyre that it's sitting atop is made out of what looks like logs and tree trunks and things like that intertwined. Yeah. It says, orbs in cemetery art represent faith, and logs or tree trunks are fairly common imagery representing growth and enduring life, Hmm. which is cool, I think, but also isn't it a little, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Ironic, that enduring life
0: in the dead. If it wasn't her, the town obviously wouldn't have gotten her the grave marker. If it was family or something, maybe they...
1: Well, actually, I'll oh. finish this. Yeah, because oh. <laughs> I, I have a comment on that. So this particular gravestone is rare, but similar monuments can be found in several central Illinois cemeteries, including Union Cemetery in northeastern Coles County. Why do some people believe a witch is buried here? The only evidence is for the legend seems to be the gravestone's dramatic design. The only evidence oh, I read that so weird. The only evidence for the legend seems to be the gravestone gravestone's dramatic design. I'm not even a little bit drunk. Not even <laughs> kind of. I just can't talk. So my my thing here is, I think it's interesting. That it does have a very dramatic design. It sticks out like a sore thumb in this in
0: this graveyard. It's not very hard to find. It's not like the other graveyards we've been to, where they've got the tall pillars or like the really massive monuments. There's no mausoleums there. I think hers may be the tallest one in the cemetery.
1: Yeah, there are no mausoleums, and this is silly. I kind of I should have looked this up. This happened in the 1800s. There are a few headstones in this graveyard that are marked in the 1900s. So Mm -hmm. we're talking, like, think of the very stereotypical, you go buy your styrofoam gravestones at Dollar Tree during Halloween time, and they're just the... The classic The short, rounded gravestones. That's what 90% of this cemetery is. And then you've got a globe on tree trunks which stands, I'd say, about four and a half feet tall. It's pretty good. Roughly,
0: yeah. Under a tree, it's, I mean...
1: So, it sticks out. It's really ornate. It's really fancy. Why would they go about making this ornate, fancy, artfully crafted stone for a witch? If they wanted her dead. Well, that's Like, what honestly, they would have put her in an unmarked grave. yeah. But instead, she has the most ornate gravestone in the cemetery.
0: Did family come after her or fellow witches and make this for her? So,
1: well, her family is buried there. It says that it's her, her husband, and uh, her parents. I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, uh, her husband's parents are all buried there. Mm -hmm. So it could have been that it was made for the family. But I believe she died first. She died second. She died second. Her husband died first. She died second. But I just, I don't know. I just think it's odd that if she was a witch and the things that happened to her happened, why would they go about including her in this very nice right d- gesture? Yeah, that's true. So anyway, not to like poo poo the whole idea, right? <laughs> and I stop it. Not to hold poop on the whole idea right into it but <laughs> I, really
0: thought, I, I, I thought you just said poophole oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's oh so childish God. i just don't <laughs> <Poop hole. laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry that reminds
1: me of the baseball player that's last name was pooholes like how yep. are you
0: supposed to how are you supposed to take this man seriously
1: Poo um holes.
0: I was listening to another podcast earlier today and there's definitely a woman in it and her last name. I'm sure it's pronounced differently, but this is how they pronounce it the whole thing is butt trick.
1: <laughs> like, I'll like, oh, just
0: show you the old butt trick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just thought her like butt was turning tricks. I don't Oh, know. I, mean,
0: mm, I mean, I don't
1: know <laughs> mm, who's, who's to judge.
0: Anyway, sorry. So- I just thought that was really
1: funny. <laughs> they just called her butt trick. So to go, let's let's go on. So the way local citizens grow nervous whenever the story is mentioned, and most strikingly, you know, why did I? I put that little note in the middle of a thought. That was silly of me. Oh. Back it up. The only evidence for the legend seems to be the gravestone's dramatic design, the way local citizens grow nervous whenever the story is mentioned, and most strikingly, Caroline's impossible date of death chiseled in the granite. Anticipation. This is why, this is what makes this stand out. Yes, its design is much different than everything else in the cemetery, but this is the one thing that leads people to believe. That Caroline was a witch. The death date chiseled in granite for Caroline is February 31st. Mm -hmm. And as we all hopefully know, probably not men on the internet talking about women's periods, there (sighs) are not 31 days in February. There will never be 31 days in February. So the idea is that people believe that witches come back on their death days to haunt whatever area they were in whoever wronged them what have you so they put february 31st on this gravestone so that her spirit (laughs) like her spirit would get confused and keep waiting for february 31st which obviously would never come Mm -hmm. and whether they truly believed that whether they were like we don't really believe you but I mean, like, just in case, let's go ahead. Right. <laughs> or if it, witches. Or if it's something completely <laughs> different, which I'll mention now. I'll, I might. I can't remember if I put it into my notes later or not. But one theory on that, which I don't like because it seems silly, is they're like it was an error that they accidentally chiseled in the thirty-first when they meant to chisel it. When it's believed that she actually died between the 26th and the 28th, but they accidentally put the 31st. Here's my thing.
0: I would have believed put, you more to if you put said the, the
1: 29th To put the twenty first, to put the 20th to put the 20 anything and mistake it and she died the 26th, I would understand. But you didn't even put a 2. Literally none of those numbers are 2s.
0: Right, that's what I was saying. I would have believed them more if they would have said... Uh, her death date was the 13th, and they accidentally chiseled the three first, and like, oh, whoops-a-daisy.
1: Exactly, and so the theory here is that it was just an honest mistake, but because it is such a particular design that it was too expensive to have it fixed, so they just let it be. Mm. It's, it's It's silly because I feel like that should be the most reasonable option, because yeah. it's quote-unquote real, but what, who makes a mistake like that? Right. Like, this is a very prominent gravestone, so you would honestly, me, personally, I would take more care with it.
0: Well, and whoever erected that stone obviously had some money, because it is very nice yes. um, for what's out there. It's very nice. It's still
1: in really good shape, considering everyone oh, yeah. on the stone died in the 1800s.
0: Yeah. Also... I want to go with the theory that if they did carve it wrong, that her death date is actually the 13th because this episode is being released on the 11th? 11th. Yes, the 11th. The 11th. So very, very close to her anniversary.
1: Yes. (laughs) So, but anyway, that's just my little segue on that. I don't, I don't like the idea of it being a mistake because it seems like a pretty bad mistake to make. Yeah. Yeah unlikely mistake to make well small anecdote Mm -hmm.
0: it reminds me of our uncle gordon who passed away a couple of years (laughs) ago now it wasn't necessarily a mistake our uncle gordon when he was born there was uh issues during the birthing process and he was born in the
1: 1930s right maybe 1940s
0: i don't remember to be totally honest his birth date Mm -hmm. but um when he was born, there was complications, and it resulted in him having cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And they did not anticipate him living very long past like his preteens. Like he he just wasn't expected to live very long. So they actually had a headstone made um, very early, very on. soon kind after of morbidly. Uh, after the diagnosis, and they put his birthday, and then they put dash. 19, 19 and then left it blank like to born fill in 19 something died 19
1: blank just waiting which like that i'd be really ang- you know what he was probably really stubborn because our whole family's stubborn he's like <laughs> i'm not dying in 19 nope. and you want to know what he you. did yeah. not die in
0: 19 he lived past his teenage years and like well you're not gonna live to see adulthood and then he made it to his 20s and they're like even if you do you're not gonna be The quality of life.
1: Your quality of life isn't going to be good. You're not going to be able to take care of yourself. He moved to San Francisco on his own and worked at a Goodwill for like
0: A long time. Mm -hmm. Decades. He lived on his own in an apartment. His mom wasn't happy
1: about it, to be fair. His mom was pretty mad that he moved out there. And he did eventually come back. But Mm -hmm. he he loved Florida, man. Or Florida. um, California. California. Thank you.
0: Yeah. His... Yes, his health declined in as years went on as he got older, but he lived a very long life. He actually kept in touch with other... Uh, he had pen pals who also had cerebral palsy, and... Um, he ended up being one of the oldest living... Well, I thought he was, and he I asked about that. Yeah. He wasn't the oldest. He was in a group of... He was
1: in 70s, 60s, 70s? He was up there with
0: some of the oldest... You, I thought he was like second or something. Second oldest. I don't think that's, I thought that was the case, too. I don't think that's right, though, after talking to our parents. But super duper morbid from our family is when 1999 rolled around, we kept telling them, oh, you better hurry up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, time's a it's time's ticking a- ticket. yeah. And so that was like the disgusting family joke is like, oh, here it
1: comes. <laughs> so. No, and he, I mean, he lived into the 2010s for sure. He just passed away in the last few years. Yes. So, yeah. No, he... Yeah, it was wild that they're just like, you're not going to live very long. And in the time that I knew him, like, when I remember interacting with him, even as a child, I could understand him talking. But I will say, by my preteens and on, it declined a lot. He was very
0: hard to understand. Unless you had known him when he was able to speak pretty... um, pretty well fluidly yeah uh like kelsey and i couldn't really understand him but my parents could because they had been around him for you know 30 years or so 30 plus years
1: cerebral palsy is crazy i don't know don't take family for granted i guess
0: yeah it's not something you're born with it is definitely it it happens during the birthing process it's kind of a mess just thankfully with technology I feel like it's not doesn't happen as often, but right. Okay, so good lord, good god in heaven.
1: Okay, February thirty first is what is etched into the stone. That's literally where we left off. Phew. I have this part highlighted. The monument also faces north and south, while most headstones are headstones are oriented east west. Oh, I did not know that. Do you, but now that you picture it, they're all facing one direction, and then off to the side next to a tree perpendicular to all the other graves
0: now to isn't there names on four sides or is it just there's two sides two
1: names on one side which is the south side and then two names on the other side okay i thought there was some like on the other no i believe they're stacked on one side or the other north and south where traditionally where this cemetery and traditionally most cemeteries orient
0: east west Okay, I didn't know that. But
1: yeah, I actually put this a little aside about that, saying why is it facing north south? Typical Christian burials dictate the feet should be facing east. I don't know why. It's likely though that vand. This is why. It's likely, though, though that vandalism caused this, which kind of sucks. I'll read this to you and then you can tell me if you believe it or not. The grave has been found knocked over several times. They do have a problem with vandalism with that grave, which makes sense because there's the, the, oh gosh, what is the word? The whole idea that surrounds the grave of it. Oh, being right. A witch. The legend, the legend that surrounds the grave. <laughs> thank you. But it says it gets vandalized. knocked. They find it knocked over a lot. And they said, maybe one time they just picked it up and set it north to south instead of east to west. And it was just a silly mistake i don't i don't know it seems pretty like i was gonna say set in stone which seems
0: (laughs) it seems pretty can the sphere come off the they said the sphere has been knocked off they have failed doing this i would not i mean it probably because it was so cold i just couldn't imagine you know i felt like it was pretty um Uh, yeah i permanent it was hard One, it was nighttime. Two, it
1: was very cold, so we were just kind of, like, focusing on not dying. Right. But it didn't, to me, look like it was accidentally placed that way.
0: I don't know. No, no, it was... I don't know. But I guess if they're... I don't know. (laughs) Before I fainted, after I fainted, I don't know, I don't know. That's Clue. Okay,
1: there it was. I knew it would happen once, (laughs) at least once. So anyway, it's facing north-south while the rest of them faced east-west. And actually, I just wrote the note. It was pretty dark and really cold, so it was hard to tell or pay attention to. But, oh, this actually is different from what it's... It's not different, but it is a side that was pointed out by an investigation that I watched, and for some reason it stuck with me. So, yes, this grave is facing north-south, and the rest are oriented east-west. But not only that, we didn't notice this at the time because it was dark. Almost every gravestone is facing the back of the cemetery. If you stand at the entrance and look into the cemetery, you're looking at the backs of the gravestones.
0: I don't want to say this, but <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Uh, no, for whatever reason, I realized after we left, we didn't look at a single other headstone, which is unusual. Typically mm-hmm. we wander, we try. Mm-hmm. And, which we did a little bit, but I didn't look at a single person's headstone. And... I was thinking to myself when we walked up, I'm like, man, these headstones must be old. I can't see anything written on any of them. They're all facing away from the entrance. <clears throat> Don't think I'm a liar. I really thought that walking up. Well, like, these must be so old, they're, that's like, what Because I
1: was shining my flashlight on the gravestones as we were walking away, and I was like, well, there's really nothing to look at. And some of it, they are very old. These are, some of them, 200-plus-year-old gravestones. They're all still legible. They're just facing the woods, I wonder if the town used to be back th- that way. Well, now that little tidbit that I said about in Christian practices, the feet faced east. Uh-huh. I don't know if that was east or not.
0: I honestly And I'm I also sure. don't know
1: how headstones are oriented once the body is buried, all of that. But for some reason, I just thought that was a creepy little thing that... Like not it. all of them, not all of them. And someone was like, oh, maybe it's because graves in the 1800s before the 1900s faced one way it made no sense because it was it didn't right that theory didn't hold up because there were some 1900s facing away some 1800s facing forward but I would say like at least three quarters of that cemetery are facing away from the entrance
0: oh well no thank you yeah mm, no
1: thank you okay So, of course, all of these things can be explained without appealing to the supernatural. Being such a large monument, it seems likely that if a mistake had been made in the date, it would be difficult and expensive to correct. That is true. Yeah. As for the reaction of locals, vandalism as a result of the legend has been a very real and present danger. The cemetery trustees have had the, to hoist the stone upright several times after vandals knocked it down. Perhaps the last time it was the last time the last time it was righted, no one bothered to check which direction it faced. I, again, okay. you can. There's always room for error, but it seems like a weird error to me. Yeah, unless it rolled. Like and that was a big stone, it's heavy, I don't imagine. Once it it hits the
0: ground it would dent into the ground, like it's not going anywhere.
1: Between the oddly shaped base it's just I don't see it going anywhere. Anyway, still theories abound. In two thousand three Mariah or Maria Kelly, then a Lakeland college student, told Coles County leader I don't know why that was so hard to say, quote They tried to kill Caroline by hanging her, but that didn't kill her, so they buried her alive. (sighs) Yeah. When they went back to see if she was dead, they said she was gone, and that's why people say that she was a witch. So they tried to kill her for witchcraft, went back to check on her, and her, they tried to kill her for witchcraft. She didn't die for whatever reason. They hanged her, and they're like, oh, bury her anyway, and buried her alive. And then when they're like... Well, we know we buried her alive, so let's make sure she was gone.
0: Okay, but like, if I was buried alive, I'd also claw my way out. So that don't make me a witch, that make me resilient. Oh my so. gosh, <laughs> yeah. I, and I hate to keep making stuff.
1: In a podcast that I listen to all the time, it just reminds me of a Buried, a buried Alive episode. And there's a woman, it just cracked me up. There's a woman who was buried, this is a true story. They thought she died. I can't remember exactly what happened to her, but she was kinda kinda like comatose. They thought she died. They started to bury her, and then during the funeral service, she jumped out of her grave and everyone everyone starts screaming and running away. (laughs) And I swear to God, she didn't know what was going on. So she also was like, What? (laughs) What? and started screaming. And she running started, with started Screaming and running with them and they're like trying to get away from her. She's like, where are we going?
0: Jokes on them. She's also an athletic sprinter. And they were like, Oh my god, she's kidding. <laughs> Oh my god. It was She I, passes everyone, like, I don't know why we're running, but we're running.
1: <laughs> Man I'm like in tears immediately talking about it again, but it was so funny. It's supposed to be a serious topic, but they're just like they tried to bury this woman. She jumped up, scared everyone, and she's like, Oh, we gotta go, and started running <laughs> oh <my> with them.
0: <laughs> I mean, if I woke up out of dead sleep and everyone started just screaming and was running away, I also would ask questions later and just start <laughs> running. <laughs> okay. Only time
1: you'll catch me, Russ. (laughs) Right. Gotta stop taking the sides. I just thought it was very funny. Goodness. Uh, When they, yeah, went back to see if she was dead. She wasn't there. That's why they say she's a witch. Historically, the fate of the family buried under the monument is something of a mystery. According to local historian Carolyn Stevens, Marcus Barnes, who was Caroline's husband, is said to have died in a sawmill accident in December 1881. Then Caroline, who is only 23 years old, died two months later of pneumonia on either February 26th or 28th, depending on which document is consulted. So either way, not 31st. I don't see how that could be mistaken. And also, not a witch. Yeah, not a witch. (laughs) Aside from the alleged witches, that's also from the podcast with the Buried Alive, it's great. Anyway... (laughs) Aside from the alleged witch's grave, one of the most interesting aspects of this location was the presence of a small village just south of the cemetery. The village, also named St. Omer, has been defunct for over a hundred years and any remains, aside from a few square fields of grass and old fence posts, have been completely obscured. St. Omer, named after a 7th century French saint, also known as Audemars... (laughs) was uh-huh. <laughs> was officially founded in 1852 although it had been called cutler's settlement since 1834 according to the history of Coles county the village was a collection of around six houses a store post office and a blacksmith shop but the Coles county map and tour guide says that 40 to 50 families once lived there what <laughs> right it disappeared in the 1880s around the same time that both caroline and marcus died the community of heightsville formerly located a few miles southeast of ashmore suffered a similar similar fate (laughs) families living in the two villages packed up and moved to ashmore when the railroad was built in 1893 a schoolhouse and presbyterian church still stood on the barnes family land but nothing remains of either of the buildings the church burned down in the 1950s There is no historical or documentary evidence supporting the notion that Carolyn Barnes was accused of witchcraft, let alone put to death for it. In the harsh world of rural life in the 19th century, many people died at an early age of a wide variety of what are now easily treatable illnesses. Such a death might be less romantic, but it is more likely what actually happened. this is according to the person that wrote it. I mean, since there's no documentation, people were documenting things in the 19th century, so... Yeah. Meh. It is... I mean, is there a weird correlation between the fact that Marcus and Caroline died and then both towns were like, gotta go? yeah. Who knows? Whatever you believe, no one can deny that the fascinating story of St. Omer Cemetery and its long-vanished village has captured the imagination of generations of Coles County residents and outside people like us who showed up. (laughs) Yep offerings in the form of flowers or coins make regular appearances at the grave and the tiny cemetery has found its way into nationally published books and local newspapers if nothing else caroline barnes and her family's new unique monument have inadvertently kept the memory and perhaps the cemetery itself alive for many future generations i believe that yeah saint omar doesn't exist anymore and really the only draw is i mean ashmore now has ashmore estates and we know that Right. But that cemetery would be way forgotten. Honestly, you have to drive by a few residential homes. Yeah. To get to it. It feels like back in the boonies, like you go through people's property and then it's like, there's a. Not really. It is technically a road that you can get to and it's fine, but it feels weird. Yes. That there are houses right up until the cemetery.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I had a few more notes. Marcus's parents' names were Granville. Granville. (laughs) Yes. And Sarah. So there's mm. that. The whole, they the sphere atop her tombstone, they believe, could actually be a crystal ball. And it's that's why it's said to glow on moonless nights. And the impossible date is actually a preventative me- measure, the belief that witches would rise on their death date, so they made up a death date that would never come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then people also f- claim that film photographs of the grave won't develop, although digital seems to be just fine. And that secret rituals are carried out there in the dead of night. That last claim may have some credence to it, given that the ball has repeatedly been found with melted white candle wax dripped atop it.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well.
1: And I mean, witches are still alive and thriving. So if they truly believe that Caroline Barnes was a witch, and they want to memorialize her, whatever the case, whatever it might be. Yeah. I could see. Things still happening out there. And that is what I've got. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I said they, th- they said that she was... They believe that she was hanged if that's how it happened. Or d- depending on some other... Whoever you ask, she could have also been burned or bar- and or buried alive. So that's what I've got on Caroline Barnes. And her witchery.
0: <laughs> so now we're going to cover... Our personal experience. <laughs> indeed, <laughs> I don't know what I was going
1: to say, I, but it left me. You were going to come up with something fanciful. I was. I have no idea it, what it, I was going to say. Whatever. Who knows?
0: Now, some comments before we go. You talked about how the city or the community of St. Uh, Omer. Town, I think. I don't whatever know. Whatever it would be. Uh, was there, and then it was gone. And it disappeared shortly after deaths. Caroline and Marcus. Yes. Caroline and Marcus. I wonder what if they did did kill her in just such a grotesque way.
1: If she was hanged but didn't quite die and then they
0: buried her alive and then she disappeared they're like uh got to go, right? right. <laughs> Peace out. Or I'm um, like if they did kill her but they did it so so in a gruesome way. Yeah. The Maybe they hung her and then they burned the remains because they said there's, and then they buried the remains. Which is typical of, I mean, I
1: say typical, I suppose. If, if in we go the back history to Puritan witches, times. Yeah, it's typical.
0: Yeah. So maybe they all like couldn't even face each other after that. I'm like we gotta go. Which also, I don't know why it just hit me. I was
1: going to say, because witches were burned on pyres. What is the orb with her name on it sitting on?
0: Mm, a wooden a stack pyre, of, a stack of logs
1: <laughs> shaped like a pyre
0: I'm st- you know what I'm I still like the witch theory I'm gonna I do. stick with the I witch do, theory because
1: all of the well they accidentally pointed it this way and the 31st was
0: just a mistake and like all of these coincidences don't add up to me right yeah and I do remember reading that her death date was possibly the 20 something and I'm like what, how did you mess that up that bad, the 31st? But I'll tell you, that's the one thing that grabbed me. When we were looking for places to visit somewhere new, I came across a cemetery. And just like in three sentences, it had me hooked. It says, this little tiny cemetery. It's in Ashmore, Illinois. Also, there's a woman buried there, supposedly a witch. And they put February 31st on So her, she'll never come back. So she could never come back to haunt and Terrorized. Take revenge on the town i said i'm in
1: <laughs> and honestly it is it is it's silly if nothing else it's kind of cool that it, and it's it was this big reveal we got there and it was covered in snow oh yeah And we uncovered the snow and revealed it definitely says february 31st saw oh. it and touched saw it with our own eyes touch it with our own hands and yep. it's silly because you hear about that and you're like oh that sounds weird and spooky and seen in real life, I'm like, dang, it really. We says all the just kind of like
0: chuckled, like we thought it wasn't going to say the 31st or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are pictures of it online, but it was, it was a very dramatic movie-worthy moment oh, where yeah. we walk up. It had just, shine a light on it, and it was just covered in snow. <laughs> yeah, brushed it off. So good, but and it. Another thought is that her husband died in December of eighty one, eighteen eighty one, 1881, and then she dies in February of 1882. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, and she was so young, she was 23 years old. Yes. I'm wondering if it has something to do with the fact that she was married, her husband dies. They, you said it was supposedly like a sawmill
1: accident? He, di- he definitely died in a sawmill accident. That's something that's consistent from source to source but they say she died of pneumonia
0: well if we stick with the witch theory because i like it better yes Um, (laughs) that's why we're here i wonder if it went on this downward spiral of her husband dies and they're like she starts flirting with someone else in town and they're like oh i bet she cursed him or she cursed the mill and the you know had him killed and now she's finding new love or she's just living her life as a single single pringle you know so (laughs) she and they don't like that because it's 1881 and how dare you not be married with six children at 23 how dare you right you're basically middle-aged at best so right your day you have one foot in the grave at 23 (laughs) so um i thought that was interesting too just some of the the notes going back to yours yeah I know this doesn't really talk about our personal experience, but now we'll get to it. Uh, It is is all very interesting, so it's fair. When we plan, like Kelsey said, when we had this planned and we were getting ready, the night was clear. We were ready to go. It was a moonless night. Honestly, didn't plan that. But I remember looking up some notes on the way there and I said, oh, my God, this this couldn't be the most perfect night. You know, there's no moon. We're ready to go. And then we step outside and it's just dumping snow. right <laughs> like, I swear to God. So there was a moment where we weren't sure if we were going to make it, just depending on the roads. Right. And we've been to Ashmore before. It's not a metropolis. Uh, no. I was worried about the roads being really slick. It's a lot of back roads. Yeah. So we get into Ashmore. And this actually has... You don't have to put in coordinates or we don't have to drop a pin on a map and start searching.
1: I think it said it's in iOS maps as St. Omer Witch
0: Cemetery. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't notice that. So we actually get to go directly to the cemetery and we don't have to guess and hunt for this place. And I was definitely getting Okie Pinocchi vibes. Yeah. When we turned. So it's very tiny sign. It's about half the size of a speed limit sign it says saint omer cemetery yeah uh it's very small on the side of the road and we're like well this is it and it's like a hidden drive there's no gates there's no fencing or anything it's just you see there is a gravel road and it disappears into the woods Mm -hmm. We're like this is promising so (laughs) we turn onto this gravel road and immediately the trees just kind of like enclose you into this tunnel so if you want to jump way back to the beginning if you are a new listener and you're just jumping in here at the start we covered okie Pinoki back in whew, yeah. first few episodes that's yeah i'd say it was like four or, four five. or five is what yeah. i was thinking yep so go back and listen to okie Pinoki listen to all of them but uh <laughs> please and thank you we turned down this gravel road and it it's a short drive but there is like a house right there just off to the side in the woods and I was kind of nervous at first mm-hmm. so I'm like great there's literally houses surrounding this and how are we going to get this done but we drive back it opens up into this nice big clearing and you can see the headstones and before we even park immediately i um, I knew her headstone was a sphere shape and it just immediately catches my eye I was like I have to assume that's it well, because it every stands other, so tall. Yeah, every other tombstone is
1: maybe knee high.
0: Yeah, just generic tombstones, and I see a round shape off in the dark distance. And so we pull up, and as we're, the first thing we notice as we're driving down the gravel road is there are tire tracks, which wouldn't be weird, except it just it had snowed just the last hour. About an hour or two at most and there are fresh tire tracks and we okay. said uh-oh because we were scared to death we were gonna pull up and there's gonna be a car back there uh there was not well because we saw the houses we kept driving and we're like
1: hope maybe they'll turn off into one of these houses i kept waiting to see oh, the tire yeah. tracks turn i was like they okay not that house no. okay not that house and i was like that's the graveyard yeah
0: they pull all the way up to the graveyard exactly where we parked and mm-hmm. there are footprints yeah, <laughs> and you can see where they got out of the car and, and they start walking off to the right towards straight to this Caroline's uh, headstone.
1: I think the thing that stressed me out, though, is at first what we didn't see were footprints heading back. Yeah, they were just heading into the graveyard. Now I
0: did. I know you guys were like, whoa, I was looking hard and I did not. I was like, where are they? There were footsteps. I was on the driver's side and the back driver's side. Of the car, and when I got out, I did see the footprints, and I noticed the footprints coming back to about where I was parked. Do we know if there were footprints on the passenger side, or if there was multiple sets? I believe there was. Okay. Because I was just starting to think, did someone really just drive out there by themselves, and... That would be uncomfortable. Mm. Uh -uh. (laughs) Or uncomfy, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, we really just follow the footprints back, and of course, what do we find, but... Caroline's headstone. And yes, it, it's weird. So we start following the footsteps up to Caroline's headstone. And I noticed the footprints from before also went up to her headstone, but they stopped really short. Like they didn't get all the way up to the headstone like we did. And I thought that was unusual. Like what did they do? Just walk close enough to say, yep, that's it and leave. Or... I don't know what the case was, but I did think that was kind of strange that it was very obvious they were walking towards her her grave marker and then yeah, they just stopped we, and turned around. Because we
1: walked all around it in the general area oh, and it's like the footprints got within, within five feet A few and feet, then just yeah.
0: turned around. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't want to get any closer. Now, what if it was, now hear me out, it could have been one set of footprints
1: and what if it was someone coming out to check on the gravestone because it's, regularly vandalized and knocked over true. and they true. just walked over and they're like okay it's good let's go
0: that yeah i thought about that too that's possible what if so. it's one of the people that lives out there just like a caretaker right like before they go to bed they say oh it's starting to snow i should probably go out there and check it and then thinking surely no one's dumb enough to drive out here in this kind of weather <laughs> hi <laughs> it's us yes, <laughs> we're the dumb ones. yeah that's definitely a possibility. So we walk the perimeter. We definitely check it out. We get some pictures. I can say I have pictures of the headstone on my phone, and you can see them. They're not, like, black or something. Like, you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. It's clear as day. You can read the the etching into the grave marker. I did take a couple of pictures of the surrounding cemetery. Honestly, they're not... You, we can't use them. I could post them, but... it was
1: still lightly snowing and that was making it hard because Maddie was with us as well and brought a digital camera, which mm-hmm. now we've learned that they say that digital pictures seem to turn out well as opposed to film. But she was taking pictures with a digital camera. We had our phones. She showed me the pictures on the camera and it's just, the snow is just making it very hard.
0: Yeah. Unless she gets them developed. We'll,
1: we'll find out. And then we'll they. We'll keep you updated yeah. on that. Maybe.
0: Yeah. And then with the, the surrounding pictures, You're going to see the snow falling. It kind of looks like orbs. They're definitely in motion. You'll see our breath, so it looks like a fog or something. Yeah, so really all of those other pictures can be dismissed. There's just no way to use them or to determine if there's anything paranormal happening in the pictures. Not from what I can tell. So that was kind of a bummer, but we walk the perimeter and we go ahead and get out Ghost Tube. Now... We did bring a Ouija board, and we were going to potentially take it out next to the, the headstone and try to use the Ouija board. Within <laughs> five minutes, I can't feel my toes I know my I judged fingers. Megan
1: at Tunnelton, but I was painfully cold.
0: Yeah. Somehow
1: wasn't as cold as I was at Tunnelton. I was very cold at this place. I've been colder, but
0: this one was rough. I was just like, well... Yeah, I can't explain it. I wasn't convulsing the way I was at, at Tunnelton, uh, but it was still pretty bad. My extremities were numb. Gosh, man, when we got back in the heat, it was one of those, I was so cold. I was hot things. Yes. And it sucked. So we didn't take the Ouija board out. We thought about it and it was just too dang cold. There was no way it was going to work. We'd be shaking anyway. And so we just kind of stuck with Ghost Tube at this point. And we did get a couple of things. And I really hate that I feel like the words buried are stock yeah. words. Like they're I don't really put a lot of stock into the word. Right. Because it says it so often and so sporadically. Buried
1: stroke.
0: Yeah. Drowned. Uh, drowned. Just, drowned. just so ways to
1: die, I guess.
0: We did get buried. And I was like, Yeah, well, you are buried. It's a cemetery. And then I think we did get burned hmm. and we had three different phones going with ghost tube and I believe two of our three said Brian, yes. which is also unusual to get the same name from two different devices. So there was that, but and that was within a couple minutes, like minutes of each other. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. There were a couple other things that were said, but nothing that really stood out to me, I don't think. There was the one. So we get
1: single words a lot. Oh, Some phrases yes. like, Where am I? Show follow yourself. Follow me. Follow you. Show yourself. That's all fine. We get, I don't want to say we get those a lot, but we have heard those on multiple occasions. Mm hmm. The one interesting one is while we got back in the car and we were debating whether or not to stay or go or what we should do, and Cody's phone did not say it out loud. No. But it showed, did it just say it the one time? As far as I know, yes. It said the phrase, I said no. Yeah. But it didn't say it out loud. And for some reason I was like, well, that's kind of odd we've gotten
0: no. We've gotten no a Just lot, on its own. Or stop or whatever. And mm-hmm. it just said, I said no. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even say it out loud. It was just, he was getting in the car and he looked down at his phone and he kind of made a, a noise or he said something. I asked him what was up. And he's like, I didn't hear it say that. I said, say what? And he shows me and it says, I said no right there on the screen. And that was... I wish I could remember what we were saying or talking about while we were walking away. We kept telling Caroline, "We're like, this is your last chance." Also, gosh, this is silly. I could not, for the life of me, get the
1: Outcast song out of my head. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Caroline, Caroline. (laughs) It just every we did keep singing
0: that. So I wonder if she's like, "Stop it!" I said no. Like (laughs) we just won't stop. I hate Outcast. Oh, so we we give it our best go out there by the cemetery or by the the grave marker, and we just aren't getting much. And we're so friggin' cold; it's just not happening.
1: I feel like we stretched it as long as we could. I was very determined. I feel like you could feel on top of the sphere
0: where wax had been. You could see there was almost a, a discoloration, like white. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was stain. Yeah, a white stain, if you will. It was so. a moonless
1: night. Did the grave glow, Megan? no it did not no
0: it didn't we did we had a uv light so we like shine the uv light layout thinking oh we can charge it mm-hmm. no and no. no it didn't work i took pictures it's not glowing
1: we should have just taken a picture of maddie's hair and been like that's the glue. <laughs> she just recently Ooh. dyed her hair green and it specifically glows under black light and we found that out
0: very quickly <laughs> yeah so we head back to the car And we're parked quite a bit away because it's not a cemetery where you can, like, drive through or even drive around like we did at the Antioch Cemetery. Mm -hmm. It's very small. You pull straight up and then you get out and you walk, like, to whatever headstone you're on to look at. We go back to the car. We warm up a little bit and we don't want to leave. We've gotten nothing next to nothing at this point so we don't want to leave and we said you know what we're going to try to use the Ouija board in the car like I know it's we're kind of a distance here but if she really is a witch and she's that vengeful we can get maybe get her to communicate with us using the Ouija board so Cody and I are sitting in the back seat together and we try to use it we use it side by side and We start asking, you know, we set our intentions that we only want to speak to good spirits. We really want to speak to Caroline. Even if she is vengeful, we'll go ahead and we want to hear from her too. And we let it go. And we tried asking several questions. Just, do you want to talk to us? Is there anyone that wants to talk to us? Is Is there anybody here? Is someone stopping her
1: from talking to us?
0: us? Do you want us to leave? Short of saying we'll talk to anyone at this point... I said, we were offering
1: energy in ways that we shouldn't have.
0: Well, and at first I did, we kept asking to talk to Caroline and nothing was really happening. And so I, I specifically said, Caroline, if you're a vengeful spirit, or could someone tell us if Caroline is vengeful? And is that why she can't talk to us? At one point, the way we were sitting in the back of the car, Cody's arm started getting all weird starting to hurt which mm-hmm. whatever it was a very odd angle uh so he kind of pulled away and he was messing with his arm and his elbow trying to like whatever make it stop feeling weird and I went ahead and kept my hand on the planchette because this is not my first rodeo and I'm not just going to like willingly stop using it because mm-hmm. we've seen what happens when you do that and I, I almost said honestly I should have but no I can't imagine what we would have invited by doing that. No. <laughs> Just from previous experience, which we've never told, but maybe one day we'll talk about it. He takes his hand off the planchette, and I go ahead and I, I leave my hand on there. And I've got my elbow kind of propped into the seat, the car seat. And I'm held pretty still. I'm not moving. And then while he's messing with his arm, the planchette, and Kelsey and Maddie are in the front seat watching, the planchette starts to... Move and it not just my eyes are playing tricks on me, I can feel it. And even Kelsey said, Is that moving? Mm -hmm. I said, Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, and you're not supposed to use a widget board alone. I know they say that you shouldn't. I don't know what would happen. I know they say you can't use it for personal gain, that's like a big no no, yeah, but I don't know how bad the repercussions are if you use it alone. So I start getting that movement. And then Cody was like, oh, and puts his hand back on it, and it stops. And I was like, "Uh, I don't want to do this alone, but I kind of want to know what was happening, you know? Right. And when both of our hands are on it, we did start – it was the slowest – it was moving at such a slow pace that we didn't notice it until we're like, hey, wasn't that hovering over the U a minute ago, and now it's over the T or something? Yeah. So it was – creeping crawling up to like the yes corner Mm -hmm. but it took so long and it was definitely um the only way I can describe it when my hand was on it it's like someone was trying to pull it out from under my hand I can feel that Mm -hmm. so but when I asked Cody because that means it would have been being pulled in Cody's direction Mm -hmm. I was like are you like moving it or jerking it and he said he also felt it being pulled away from him, which wouldn't... I mean, that would mean that both of us were feeling it pull in opposite directions. Right. But it was kind of like pulling inward and then up. I don't know. It was centered to the point of the planchette. Right. So... I just know it was moving very slowly and there was a point where
1: Cody was like use take my energy to move this planchette right. and he I think, finally offered his
0: own self up and I was like be careful planchette and I feel like <laughs> is
1: that when the tingly started to happen Yeah because
0: Maddie told me later and
1: she didn't say in the moment I th- I believe it was after that like when he said that mm-hmm. she said she got like just this chill just on, kind of like on edge, uh-huh. and she felt it. And she's like, I didn't want to say anything in the moment and sound, weird. admittedly, like if you're the only one, to, if you're the only one that you think is feeling something, you are worried of saying something out loud and sounding like the outlier, right? But that's when I felt when I felt uneasy and I kept it to myself and I just kind of looked out the window. She felt this cold chill on the back of her neck. You guys were like, "Oh, my arms tingly." All of us felt that at the same time. No, me and her didn't say it out loud. No, none of us really said it out loud. But mm. in that moment, yeah. but does that really account for? Does that count for anything? Mm.
0: I don't know. Because my first thought was, <laughs> okay, it's because we've been sitting here with our arms like this for so long. Maybe it's starting to tingle. No, I like we didn't have the car running, so. Mm-hmm.
1: No, in that moment, something, like, pulled my attention. It was weird. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt this draw, and she had this cold chill, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, like, dread or impending doom, but... No. I was a little... I wasn't ready for him to say that, so I was i guess kind of holding my breath to see what would happen even though i was also you know trying to channel my energy into the into the ouija board and to give it everything i had for it to communicate when he said you know literally drain me of my energy if that's what it takes and it's like ah except don't, uh. don't do that <laughs> so to to bring it to a point it didn't happen nothing nothing happened and besides that like slow moving and then getting it to kind of start to oo away and mm-hmm. then it stopped and
1: yeah and as far as in the cemetery goes it was very cold
0: but i actually felt pretty calm out there mm-hmm. a I... sense of a sense of rest if you will <laughs> <laughs> i was going to laugh like so... that girl went <laughs> <Do> I, <hate laughs> I hate it so much <laughs> No, but I it's love it. even that adrenaline rush we talk about. I, for whatever reason, didn't have it until we turn around, and started walking to the car. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a house right there. Like someone could walk out at any time. Look, like, get out. My big fear was,
1: yeah, the surrounding people. What do you residents coming out and pitching a fit? And yeah. what's the worst they could do? Tell us to leave. And we'd say, okay. OK, because honestly, I didn't see anything that said private property, no trespassing, things like
0: that no i didn't either so we ended up packing up the ouija board and heading home back to indiana yeah and that concludes our uh, personal experience at the saint omer cemetery yeah i I think uh, disappointed in this one i'll be honest
1: (laughs) yeah that was uh, pretty, what's the word I'm like Anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, because the story was so good. Like, within just a couple of sentences, it had me so intrigued that I said, mm-hmm. we have to go to this. I didn't even research it beyond that. I just saw that and said, well, obviously we have to go check it out. The woman disappears. The town disappears. The, I want to know about the disappearing town as well. The backward-facing
1: gravestones that everyone just shows their back to you. I... You know, and this just ties into, I think, what we need to move on to next, which is we need to rank it. <laughs> rate it.
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I uh, got a little hiccup there. <laughs>
1: I don't, and you barely... I've had my whole beer. I actually took Megan's from hers and started drinking it. its I like it, weirdly enough. So, I don't
0: dislike it. I thought it was not bad. I'm, right. I'm well, genuinely surprised. We don't
1: waste in this home. Let's rate it. Okay. <laughs> First is going to be the kicker like the let's just start off strong historical accuracy yeah and i feel like with with slight hesitation i have mine
0: <sighs>
1: yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> all right ready
0: yeah Three, two, one, five. I wanted to give it a five, but there's the discrepancy on how she actually died. My reservation
1: that I mentioned was there's no real proof that she was a witch and how she died. But like we've said countless times before, and actually you could count them because we haven't had a ton of episodes yet. It's a cemetery. It is literally just history engraved in stone.
0: Yeah, I just hate that there isn't... um more details of what happened. I think that's why I don't want to give it a five is I, that was my initial thought was five. And then almost immediately after I was like, ah, but <laughs> I don't because know why. I, su- I suppose that makes sense because
1: in relation to the reason why we went, does it, does it add to that? Does it, what is the word? Golly. Lend. Does it lend a hand to, <laughs> to the legend? No. No. Not really.
0: Not really. Except, uh, no, not that the, really. That I the hate 31st
1: this. is written in stone.
0: Yes. and, and that, But they have an excuse. You they have an excuse for everything. Me.
1: You can't convince me that that was an accident. No. That was a really poor accident to make on what's seemingly oh, the most important gravestone in the cemetery.
0: Right. 24, 26, 31. They're all the same. Yeah, like, who cares?
1: Okay. so Sounds <sighs> a little misogynistic to me. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna should have checked m- sarah's
0: date oh uh, she died that's all it says no dates.
1: <laughs> sarah was there granville on the other hand mm.
0: um i'm gonna stick with my four i think
1: i get mm, i'll go down just for the sake of sheeple i don't know okay <laughs> next is scare no yes what scare level
0: uh-huh what?
1: okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, zero. zero. I don't, I did not even have to build up to it.
0: Yeah, it was. On it is a sock scary. drawer.
1: I think that's my new favorite thing. <laughs> is there really anything to build on that? No. One of the cemeteries with the most sense of ease that I've ever been in. Yeah. It felt very at rest and maybe it's at because night. they've had
0: 200 years to rest. <laughs> Most at ease at night because I walk Highland Lawn. I was walking it and running it. That's when true. The and was honestly, nice, the but... scariest
1: thing during the day at Highland Lawn is the geese and the deer. And the deer. <laughs> I have turned and taken the longest route back to my car to avoid geese because <laughs> I'm not trying to get
0: eaten. Especially in the
1: springtime. I ain't Mm-mm. playing with them
0: and their babies. Not... <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. Anyway... So we did historical accuracy, scare level, believability. Uh, Well, you know, I've got mine, I think.
0: I think I've got mine. This is, okay. Weird. Yeah. Three, two, one, three.
1: Yes. Because the history lends so much to believing in it, other than the fact that there isn't proof, (laughs) as I'm saying it out
0: loud. I know. Well, it's, we have the unusual history of there was a town this woman died under mysterious circumstances and then the town is gone and then they happen to put the
1: 31st as her death date
0: yeah I feel the more I talk about it I'm starting to think that I mean we're we're basing our facts off what historians had to say documents whatever information passed down over time again I stick with these people are so just scarred by this heinous act that they're like let's just tell people uh that we accidentally put the 31st like yeah but we killed her on the 26th
1: <laughs> I, I guess it, it i don't that's
0: as far reaching as anything else yeah or you know oh she was buried burned hang uh, we um she died she's dead so like <laughs> they i don't know i they feel panicked. like they're
1: like uh the
0: 31st. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, so I like to think that we're getting our information from unreliable sources in the sense that they're trying to cover something up. And this is
1: kind of silly. I meant to look when Granville and Sarah died, because if they happened to die after Marcus and Caroline, would they not have words about it? We know, we know nothing about them. We don't know if they supported the union or not. And if they did, I feel like they'd be like, hey, that's not right. We also paid a lot of money for this gravestone. Or was the gravestone made after the fact? Well, there is literally no way to know.
0: You're lucky. I happen to have a uh, pictures. Mm, that's true. Sarah died July 20th, 1877. Okay, so before. It looks like. And then Granville died March 2nd, 1882. March 2nd. Yes, the it, same year, she died. The, 1880. Oh yeah, because Marcus died 1881, and Caroline died February of 82, and then he died March second. Days, days, literal later. days.
1: So he may not have had a se- like she. They wouldn't have engraved what happened. Y'all take a trip with me. Okay,
0: well, the go. town. Why do I feel like we always have, like,
1: a (laughs) plot twist in our rating?
0: Caroline, accused of witchcraft. The town just comes after her mob style. You know, we're talking pitchforks and just fire. And Mm -hmm. they catch her. They torture her kill her in these terrible ways trying to prove oh are you really a witch let's bury her alive. She, oh well she clawed yeah, her way out if she
1: floats she's not a witch if she sinks, she's a witch and she's dead anyway
0: yeah so That's so stupid. they bury her alive. she claws her way out because hello you buried her alive and they're like a witch so then they either they hang her and then they burn the body and granville's like you're not getting away with this that was my daughter-in-law not happening he tries to leave he tries to tell neighboring town and they said uh-uh Granville <laughs> and they uh, and then they said we gotta come up with a story and we gotta come up with one fast and they said you know what would make it even uh, uh uh even better if if we just uh disappeared and so boop, town's gone And then they give us this sad excuse of uh, excuses, just a list of excuses of, oh, well, that's because we carved a 31st instead of a 24th. Oh, well, that's because, no, 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 no. St. Omar was hell on earth, and they took poor Caroline Barnes with them. Oh, my.
1: This is like the the story of the nebraska thing that you're starting to learn about right now maybe Uh -uh. it's not don't let don't listen to me you don't know the outcome yet i don't that's messed up what is it yahweh
0: Mm. yeah well yahweh said so yeah
1: yahweh said we needed to leave town so (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's maybe that is interesting if she died the 26th Okay, well, then he died four days later. Four days later. She died the 28th. He died two days later. That's if it wasn't a leap year. Yeah, less than a week. Yeah. Either way, whether it was a leap year, whether it was the 26th, the 28th, or the 31st, which will never happen, they died within a week of each other. And we don't know how Granville died. Mm. We don't know how Caroline died. We only know that Marcus died in a sawmill accident. And then Sarah... Supposedly. Supposedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly and then who knows about sarah you know what whatever y'all be the judge you can reach out to us and you let us know what happened with these people your You're, guess is as good I'm as i'm putting ours. the
0: puzzle pieces together i see you saint omer you won't get away with this justice okay, so, for Caroline. So reach
1: out reach <laughs> so. out to what's her face i should have the notes up i'm sure she's a wonderful lady the local historian uh, and, the, and you contact
0: her about your your theories let us get a hold of her. Let, you know what? Just everyone. Bombard her. Yeah. She'll be like, what? Email what?
1: her. <laughs> email the crap out of her.
0: Some anyway. a facsimile.
1: <laughs> okay. Lord. The... I guess I shouldn't say Lord because this is witchcraft. Oh. Mm. Mm. Anyway. I don't know what you would say <laughs> in lieu of Lord Satan. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, anyway. It depends. Well, you know what? It's whatever. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> so... It, uh, hello? The overall. The overall score.
1: <laughs> I was like, what else is left? Overall. Okay, I've got mine. I feel like I don't want to think about it too much, and maybe it's because I'm two beers deep.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Ready? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Three, two, one, three. two. Okay. I just, eh. I think the story is so interesting and it's worth the trip if you live, if you're local. Like I said, for us, normally it's um, somewhere like a 40 to 50 minute drive, Mm -hmm. not too shabby. I think the history and it is so interesting and I'd be interested even more to now delve deeper into the the story of the town. Yes. I want to know what happened to it. If anything, it's really cool to see it in person. Like, you can look up the pictures. We'll post pictures of the grave marker. But to actually go in person and see it is kind of... Right. We had
1: we had the Ghost Hunters equivalent of a Cinderella moment where we got to brush away the stone to see 31st Unveiled. And it was yeah. and it was a very magical moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I think for that reason, I give the story a three just because I really love the background on it. Um, the story is very cool, but
1: I guess maybe I'm in a pessimistic mood and my thing is like, it just was not scary. And it's not, there's not a lot happening. So I went on the higher half of two.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I, I still like my three just because of that. You know, I'm not saying you have to go out there to see it. I think just even doing the research by itself is enough to, to, to get you by, I guess, you know?
1: that's it that is st omer cemetery in ashmore illinois slash st omer illinois rip in peace all right well (laughs) that's that's it that's the end that wraps it up i know last week we mentioned the launch of our merchandise website Redbubble, and we've actually already sold some merchandise there thank you guys so much gosh darn it yes i I honestly i'm gonna buy some myself i'm I'm (laughs)
0: dead serious i like how not too long after we posted there was a purchase and i was like i haven't even bought anything yet stop i I know slow (laughs) down so uh yes we do have merch now please go check it out we worked so long on getting this together for you guys (laughs) and you can find it at redbubble.com Slash people, slash, or so they say, pod. And The other new thing we added last week, if you didn't tune in to our listener episode, we now have the option for you guys to do one time donations through PayPal. If you're not ready for that long term commitment. Like <laughs> on we get it, honestly. It's whatever. Been there, done so, that. Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, it's 2021. Focus on yourself, work on you. <laughs> so we you know we're not asking for a long time. We're just asking for a good time. So shut, <laughs> shut <us>. up. <laughs> <laughs> If you're feeling generous but not too generous, you can donate to our PayPal one-time donation. Uh, it's a really long weird link, so we'll just have to link that up on the website. I wish there was a shorter one, but it's until I find it. It's um, just not. How we'll it have works. like a QR code and the the website link. Um, and then we have, of course, our Patreon still. If you just, you really want to go that extra mile and you're in it for the long haul, you can donate at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Check Basically us out. every other social media or yeah. so they say pod. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or so they say pod. It's keep it nice and simple. Same name everywhere. Just Google us. You'll find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: so, and that is all she wrote who is it it? angela lansbury oh
0: gosh dang (laughs) it
1: there's no reason to bring her back up but i love her
0: dang it is she still alive all right well i guess (laughs) that's all we have got all right thank you guys i'll go check up (laughs) on angela
1: have a nice night okay bye bye mixing and music by kelsey ingram cover art is by cody mason you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at or so they say pod. Visit us at our website or so they say pod.com where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward/ slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible episodes can be found on itunes spotify stitcher and more don't forget to rate review and subscribe to help drive us up the charts and of course thanks for listening